listening to Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier. We're the founders of Soul Shepherding, a ministry of teaching, spiritual direction, and counseling for pastors and leaders. For the next 20 minutes, we invite you into our home and our hearts as we share with you our intimacy with Jesus in life, love, and leadership. We're grateful that so many of you are listening that iTunes listed Soul Talks as new and noteworthy. Happy Mother's Day, Christy. Thank you, Bill. I'm glad that we can have a conversation today about moms. And I love the scripture in Isaiah 66 where we read that Yahweh is our mother who nurses us and carries us in his arms. He rocks us on his knees and we drink deeply of his overflowing love. He extends peace to us like a river. And verse 13 there, the Lord says through Isaiah, as a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you. It's mm, a beautiful image of God. It's certainly something I've come to appreciate more having been a mother is God's love for me. I didn't understand love like I've come to understand it as a mother loving my child. I didn't realize I was capable of so much love and enduring so much pain for another in love. You've said that motherhood is the hardest thing you've ever done. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) By far, yes. I mean, I've done some hard things. Getting my doctorate wasn't, you know, that was hard for me. I'm not a student. I mean, I am a student, but I'm not studious. I don't love academia. So that was a discipline for me. And Getting my license as a psychotherapist, you know, that was hard. Mm -hmm. There were some hard things I've done, but those things were easy compared to motherhood. (laughs) Being a mother is the hardest thing I've done. What's so hard about mothering? Well, you run into your own sins, your own inabilities to love, and, and the opportunity to push beyond your own ability to love, to continue to love, to persevere in love. And, you know, kids really can access parts of you that you've done a good job or that I did a good job being defended against, (laughs) triggering things and pushing buttons that I didn't know I had. That's true for fathers too. We learn a lot about ourselves in the course of caring for our children and guiding them through life. Yeah. and, And when our kids disappoint us, when they grieve us, when they hurt us, when they don't appreciate us, those things have given me great opportunities to recognize, oh, wow, I do this to God. Mm. So often when I'm offended by my children or disappointed in them or upset at them and I find myself ranting to God about my child from this victim stance, I have this insight that, oh, Lord, I'm sorry. I've treated you the very way I'm complaining to you and lamenting to you that they've treated me. It's something I respect about you, honey, that you reflect on yourself that way, that you're open to your experience and able to confess your weaknesses and your sins to the Lord in that way, seek his forgiveness and learn and grow to be more loving? Well, that has been a gift, even though it's hard work. It's been a great gift to me to keep me growing in my intimacy with Christ and my growth and understanding of what it means to be God's child, his daughter. That's been huge for me is a huge lesson I've learned from being a mother and continue to learn daily. One of the other difficult things about parenting is how much our kids need us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even just this passage in Isaiah 66 talking about Yahweh nursing us and 
carrying us in his arms and dandling us on his knees, which is sort of, you know, hmm. rocking us back and forth. And we drink deeply of his overflowing love and he extends peace to us like a river. He comforts us in a motherly and nurturing way. It's beautiful metaphors when you think about mm-hmm. God, but now mm-hmm. w- when you're the mother offering those sorts of things to your children, that's a pretty heavy set of demands there. It is. And I remember there were times when I was exhausted and didn't think I had anything more to give. And there again, learning to rely on God's grace as my source and learning to make sure that I took time to let the Lord parent me and pour into me and meet my needs. So I had something to give. Well, it was important for me to come alongside of you and Mm -hmm. of course, supporting you as your husband, listening to you, encouraging you empathizing with you with the challenges and Mm -hmm. then obviously being active as a father to care for our children and pitch in and give you breaks and, and take the kids out and do fun things with them and and just do, there's ways that fathers need to do some sort of maternal caring also. That's right. That's very important. I've been so thankful for your partnership and, and really have a heart that goes out to the single moms out there or moms that are in marriages where they're, Husbands really aren't helpful in that. So that is a burden. I always tell husbands who become fathers that the most important way you can love your children is by being there to support your wife. Yeah. And really be a safe place for her to share her feelings and to uh, encourage her and be connected to her and join in the parenting with her. Yes, and you're still doing that for me, even as we uh, have adult children now. I'm still a mother, and I still have a relationship with my children, and there's times when I still need your support to let go. Parenting doesn't end. No, it doesn't end, and the work of letting go is harder than the work of the bonding and the engagement and the giving. Yeah, It's a surprise that in some ways having adult children can be even harder than having little children. Yes, but if I'm a parent with little children, that's not very encouraging <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> those are years where the kids just need so much from you, and it's just uh, it's they're precious and it's wonderful, and you're building your family and your memories, and a lot of the time they adore you. But then there's times that they they hate you or they're in conflict, and they just just need so much. It's just so tiring. It's hard to get any space. Well, you know the good news there is that God meets us and uses us in every stage of parenting, of mothering, and teaches us. And his grace is enough for us at every stage of the parenting process. And there's joys in every stage too. Mm -hmm. Fulfillment in every stage, growth in every stage. As we partner with him, venture on him, see what he's doing and get to be a part of that. And, you know, Bill, I often say one of the most important things I've done and do as a mother is to pray. Yeah. Tell us more about that. And I know your mom is uh, such a prayer warrior, as is mine, and we really have a rich heritage that way. Yes, we do. It was a great gift that my mom has given me. And I remember as a little girl, my mom had a prayer partner before I was born. So she was praying for me even before I was born. And then as I was a little girl, I remember her meeting, you know, several times a week with her prayer partner in the home. And she would say, you know, Christy, if the phone rings, please get it. Don't interrupt me. I'm praying. And sometimes I would sit just around the corner and I'd listen in Mm. to those prayers and I was touched by their prayers for me. Mm -hmm. And I have been 
blessed to continue to take that legacy and overflow it to our kids through Moms in Prayer International, being a part of a prayer group that meets weekly, leading Moms in Prayer for years and years through our kids' school years and continuing now that they're college and career. And that's been a huge blessing to meet with other women. I pray better when I'm praying with another woman, mm. with a prayer partner and a prayer group or, or with you. I mean, I pray alone also. That's true yeah. for all of us when we join with somebody and pray together, pray out loud. Just the, the strength and encouragement that comes from that, it really helps us to focus our intercessions. Yeah, I can't imagine mothering without prayer and God working and in the prayer changing me as well as really seeing his power at work on my kids' behalf. Motherhood is not something to be ventured on alone. No. <laughs> we really need to be in community, don't we? Yeah, we really do. And so MOPS was important to me mm -hmm. when I had preschoolers, you know, learning from other moms. That was very helpful and continuing to learn from other moms. I met with a mom yesterday who's a psychologist because she has adult kids and grandkids and I still need to learn from her. And so she's gone ahead of me. And so I met with her and I said, I can't be objective about my own children. So this is my perspective, but I need to hear from you. What do you know that I don't yet know? Now, this might surprise some of our listeners. They, you were talking about someone coming to you for counseling, but no, you went no, and talked to I, a Christian yes. psychologist because yes. you need help yes. and, and uh, empathy and care, uh, encouragement <laughs> for your journey as, as a mother. That's right. And I need to know when I need to speak truth and love to one of my adult children and when I need to forgive and let it go and trust God to speak to them, it among really, other things. It really helps when we get perspective outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, we, you and I can have maybe the wisdom and the compassion for someone else, but when it's our own hurt or challenge or stress point, to have someone that we can bounce things off of and ask to just really listen to us and offer compassion, uh, that's really an important part of our lives, seeking care and counsel from others. Yes, it really is. So Mother's Day is a hard day for some people. It's really hard. It's one of the hardest. It's hard for mothers because oftentimes they have expectations that they don't even know they have until they're disappointed. Mm. It's hard for mothers because they give so much, especially young mothers, and kids are not on their best behavior on Mother's Day. <laughs> and so while they want to feel integritously good about the work they're doing as mothers, oftentimes on Mother's Day, they'll feel like a failure. So it's not going well for them that day, or their kids aren't appreciating them or respecting them. Their husbands sometimes disappoint, and they feel like their husbands aren't honoring them or appreciating them. It can be a very painful day for those that long to be a mother. Their dream has been to be a mother, and that prayer has not been answered for them. And they're grieving that they want nothing greater than being a mom and they've never gotten to be one and there's all kinds of confusion about that and it's hard for them to see the mothers in church honored mm -hmm. and then there's the mothers that are grieving the loss of their mothers or have been really hurt and sinned against by a mom or abandoned by their mother and so that stirs up all those kind of feelings. And then there's the moms who are in the sandwich generation, and they're caught between trying to honor their mother and their mother-in-law, and then they're a mom themselves, and how do they honor all the moms in one day? You can't relate to that. <laughs> I'm glad to be in the sandwich with you. Thank you, Annie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's some 
examples there of a lot of hurting people, mm-hmm. uh, men and women who have difficulties with Mother's Day. Yeah, there are. And yet it's a day for gratitude for all of us, though, somehow, in that wherever we find ourselves on our personal journey with our own moms and for the, the women, their journey with being or not being a mother, there are ways to be grateful to God. Yeah, there are. Because God is with us in all of this. We all have had a mother, whether or not, even if we lost her at an early age or even if we were given up for adoption, we all have had received some mothering. And I think part of us obeying that commandment to honor your mother and father is to really kind of go on a hunt for the good. How has God mothered me through my mother and spiritual moms in the body of Christ or, or other women or, or even men and, or through himself? How have I received good mothering? Teachers even can give good mothering. And I found it really helpful to go on a hunt for the good, all the good that I've received from my mom and other people who have been ambassadors of Christ in mothering me. And to thank God for that. I think about how often we especially see this in the Old Testament, but even in the New Testament, remembering God's goodness to us and celebrating that and making memorials to that. Mm. And I think that's really a big part of honoring our mothers is to do that. And I think that's also been formational to me in my mothering. As I did that, it helped me to realize, wow, I've been given all this. I want to give this to my children to expand in my vision or God's call on me as a mother to do that. Isn't that interesting? The more that you're grateful for the mothering that you've received, the better you're able to pass on loving care to your children. Definitely. The more I own that, the more I receive that, the more I remember that. Yes. And the, sometimes looking at pictures of mm. myself as a baby and that kind of thing has helped me with that too. How so? Well, because I don't always remember everything I've received. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I can get new memories or new visions in pictures like Reminds that. Reminds you, oh yeah, we did that mm-hmm. that together. Oh, my mom yes. picked that outfit out for me. and or Made my outfit was <laughs> what my mom did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think too, I don't want to sound like I'm being just overly f- focused on the positive because you know, there's hurt that we receive from our mothers too. None of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. I've sinned against my kids, you know. So I think the dealing with that is important too and grieving those losses and doing the forgiveness work of where, you know, we were hurt and also where we've hurt. You know, one of the things my, a gift my mom has given me is she's apologized to me for when she's become aware of ways that she hurt me or her lack not being able to mother me in ways now that she has a vision for and wish she had had it yet when I was younger. Communicating that to me has been a great gift. And she's listened to you. Not she only has she apologized, mm-hmm. but she's had conversations with you where she's wanted to hear your perspective. Yes. And she's just really yeah. offered compassion and kindness and empathy to mm-hmm. you. And what, yeah, what a blessing that is. Yeah. And what a role model for me as a mom to extend that to my kids. Sadly, it's hard for a lot of parents of adult children to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to draw out their children and say, well, what do you wish would have been different in our childhood or... Are there any ways that I hurt you that I would appreciate if you would talk to me about that? Because I want to learn from that. I'm concerned about how you might have felt in these situations. Yeah, well, it's hard for us to do that because our pride and our defensiveness, we often feel shame over what we did that Mm -hmm. we regret, we're ashamed of. And so it's really painful to have that 
brought back up in our face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you struggle with shame, it's not yeah. safe to hear that feedback that you hurt somebody because then you just start going into depression and you feel like you need to shut it down or change the subject or, or well, but you did this or. Well, and I think we tend to do the all goods or the all bads mm. better. It's easier to focus on the all good and deny the all bad or to focus on the all bad and denial of the good. And the integrating both and looking for both and being honest about both and asking God to redeem the bad and help you forgive the bad. And, you know, I often pray for my kids, Lord, send people that will minister your grace and forgiveness to them and make up for my deficits and my sins against them. It will help them receive healing in the areas where I injured them and will redeem these things, just like he uses me to do for clients. I pray that he'll use others to do that for my kids. That's really a relief for a mother or a father to realize that it isn't all up to me mm-hmm. how my children turn out. No, it's not. And there are great parents and their children make some really sinful choices and the consequences that are devastating and grievous for the parents, which is another thing that can make Mother's Day hard. If you're estranged from your child, you feel mm-hmm. rejected by your child. That's another thing that really makes Mother's Day very hard. Yeah, or I'm thinking about the mother of adult children who, and maybe a grandmother who has so much love in her heart to give, but her adult children don't want to include her much Mm-mm. in their life and maybe don't bring the grandchildren around much. And mm-hmm. that's really painful. Yes, really is. And, you know, for a mother who feels like she did her best and she gave, as kids, we don't really understand how much a mother gives until we are a mother and then we get an expanded appreciation. But in any of these difficult situations, we can always do is we can practice the fifth commandment to honor our mother, honor mm-hmm. our father. And that's actually what we're talking about when we talk about not only being grateful, but also when we talk about forgiving. Yes. Because the concept of honor is based on distinguishing what is good from what is bad Mm -hmm. and those differentiations and then dealing with them and appreciating and moving towards our parents and to to say, thank you. I appreciated this about you. It really blessed me the way you did this and going on that hunt for the good, like you're saying, obviously that's honoring your mother, but also when you forgive and you realize, well, this hurt me, but I'm not going to hold on to that resentment. I'm going to give that up to the Lord and give that gift of mercy And I have choices now about my attitude, how I deal with this. I can get the help and the emotional healing that I need. I can find new relationships for maybe some reparenting where I need some support and some encouragement in a particular area. That's up to me. I can do that. I can change my attitude. Yeah, we're not responsible for what was done to us by a mom who sinned against us. But it is our responsibility what we do in response to that. And forgiveness is the opportunity God offers us. And it brings great healing to us. And the Lord wants to heal us from that. And so we can trust that and let our, take that to the Lord, our Heavenly Mother, in a, in a sense, yeah. and receive that comfort that we just read about in Isaiah. So a closing thought, what everyone can do is to pray, to pray for their mom, to pray yes. for their children. And so I thought, honey, maybe you would close us in a prayer. I sure will. Lord, how grateful we are to you for your love that's far beyond even a mother's love. I pray that each listener will cry out to you, will cling to you, and will to receive your comfort and your courage and your forgiveness to be able to honor their mother through the love that you have 
for them and that you bring healing where healing's needed and celebration and rejoicing and an abundance of your love in each life this Mother's Day. Amen. Amen. We hope you've been encouraged by this episode of Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier. The easiest way to listen to our weekly conversations is to subscribe through the podcast app on your phone or tablet. Or you can listen and subscribe on any computer through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and soulshepherding.org. Thanks for sharing Soul Talks with your friends. There are now a thousand of you listening each week. Until next time, let's continue our conversation with Christ. Christ.